Today on Locked On A's, we're playing Love, Mary Kill with a twist. It's, it's for baseball, though. Uh, I'm going to sign a guy. I'm going to trade a guy. And I'm also going to call somebody up from the minors. And then we're going to put together some trades because uh, people ask me for them in the comments on YouTube. So uh, trades with the Houston Astros and the Arizona Diamondbacks. What would those look like? Let's get into it. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 504 of the Lockdown A's podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're doing Love, Mary Kill. Uh, I, I think I think I can say all those words. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sign somebody. I'm going to trade somebody away. And then I'm, I'm also going to make, make, a, make a call to the minors and uh, improve the A's roster that way. I'm more having fun with this one. It's not... Basically, if I was GM for a day, what would I do? And I'm having fun. I could do like a real answer to this as well. But uh, I'm having fun with this one. It's Friday. Friday fun day, you guys. Uh, and then later on, we're going to put together a trade with the Houston Astros. See what that could look like in a trade for Sean Murphy. Because somebody wanted me to. And uh, I almost didn't out of spite because I don't want to trade him to the Astros. But what? Let's do our due diligence. Why not? Uh, it's the off season. I have to. <laughs> and then also I, I threw together a trade with the Diamondbacks and what that could look like and whether or not they're good trade partners for the A's for Sean Murphy. Uh, because they have outfielders. The A's want outfielders. So it feels like they're good trade partners on paper. Do the Diamondbacks have the other things that the A's are looking for? We're going to talk about that as well. But before we get into anything, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, that is where the game starts. Uh, and before we start, uh, thank you so much for making Locked On Age your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where uh, this, this episode was basically written for me. So thank you to everybody who commented. Uh, nobody told me that I was handsome today, but it's fine. You know, beggars can't be choosers. You guys gave me content. Um, but from now on, I'm going to need everybody to say, uh, Jason, you're you're so handsome and so good at baseball. How do you do it? That's the comment. I could put that in the show notes and just have you copy and paste and just fill the comment section. And it also helps the algorithm find uh, find the podcast for other people. So like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, and if you, you know, you're on audio, just subscribe and then also follow us on social media that's how you do it uh yeah subscribe uh wherever you're listening and then also follow us on social media at locked on a's on twitter and instagram i'm a by jason b on twitter and uh check out my site inside the a's it's in affiliation with sports illustrated where i do uh a's news and analysis on a daily basis uh it's at inside the a's on twitter and on facebook so you never miss an article over there but let's do Love, Mary kill. I'm going to mess this up one of these times. <laughs> and then the FCC is going to come for me. Um, yeah, so I, I said that for episode 500, I might do a swear. I'll do a swear now. It's going to be out of context, but I'll do a swear. The A's played like butt 
in 2022. That's what I was going to say the entire time. I just didn't get to work it in because the winter meetings happened and holy crap, uh, there were so many Sean Murphy uh, rumors that I just had to talk about. If you've been listening to the podcast or you follow me on uh, social media, I like talking trades. It's something I do all the time. The locked on hoster like Jason, you're always talking trades. I'm like, I like trades. Uh, it's, I think it's because I'm an A's fan. And uh, I, I think that some of us hate trades because it involves our favorite players leaving us, but I'm dead inside. And so uh, I, I get excited for new guys <laughs> because they're always coming. There's all... There's so much turnover on the A's roster. I'm used to it, and uh, I, I look forward to uh, clamoring over other teams' prospects and then one day maybe having them. So uh, I, I'm a trades guy. That's what I do. Uh, but So let's talk about a trade here coming up right now. Um, I This is the one where I'm kind of joking um, because I don't know that the profile is necessarily great, and he's not necessarily uh, going to be in the majors in 2023. But uh, I, I really want Uelke Cespedes of the Chicago White Sox because I want a a, a Cespedes in in Oakland in 2023 or at least in the Oakland system. I don't care. I, I want Cespedes back in the Bay Area where he belongs. Um, none of that Queens stuff. No, 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 or Detroit or Boston. No, no, no. I want them in Oakland now. And even if it's his brother, I don't care. I want a Y Cespedes in Oakland. Um, he's fine. I think he strikes out a decent amount. He doesn't walk a lot to go along with that. So, uh, the, the profile is not great. It's really, I just want him is all I, I want the, I want the brand name. So, uh, there's that. I looked up the, the trade values. He, he doesn't have a high trade value. It's like a 2.3, I think. So whoever that is, uh, I, I think like Cooper Bowman, who was the, the second baseman that the A's got in the Frankie Montas slash Lou Trevino trade. Uh, you could trade him or Paul Blackburn or Jonah Bride. Sure. I mean, Jonah Bride's a friend of the show, so uh, don't trade Jonah Bride. But the, the other guys, uh, sure, trade any of them because I want Cespedes. And that was the, the joke portion of uh, Love, Mary Kill. Uh, coming up for the, the real stuff, my, the actual uh, guy that I would get off of the free agent market here is Joey Gallo and... I mean, I, I've said this before. I want to make Bryce Patterick of Locked On Rangers cry. I want to call him my adult son um, because that's what Bryce Patterick calls Joey Gallo. He he really likes Joey Gallo, you guys. It's weird. And uh, I would like to have him come on the show and um, just be like, hey, so how, how's Joey? How are things? And, you know, it'd be, it'd be awkward. And I... I I clamor for that. I, I want that awkwardness. So give me Joey Gallo. Uh, he did hit just 160 uh, in 2022 with the Yankees and the Dodgers uh, with a 280 on base. The on base is actually really good considering how terrible that batting average was. Uh, he did still have a 79 OPS plus, which is only 21% below league average, even though he hit 160. So he was still somewhat productive. He's got a cannon of an arm. He can play the outfield. So there's that. There, that. That's, I mean, he's still arguably better than Christian Pache on both sides of the ball there. So uh, Joey Gallo is an upgrade over somebody on the A's roster. Uh, he still hit 19 home runs, and I, I would love to be rooting for Joey Gallo home runs. I've seen enough of them come against the A's, and uh, they suck. But he, he's had some really good stretches at the Coliseum. So, 
hey, maybe playing at the Coliseum is what does it, or maybe it's just facing ace pitching that does it. One of the two. Um, I think that a one-year deal between 8 and $10 million probably should do it. He's looking for a one-year deal. Uh, Cody Bellinger got, what is it? Six, seventeen and a half million dollars, I think, and that's a lot. And he hit like one ninety last year, so he had a better season somehow uh, than Joey Gallo. And uh, he also, uh, what I think that it's the the stuff that he's done in the past that still got him that close to the qualifying offer that he had been offered, um, or no, that he was not offered. Sorry, he was not tendered. Um, so I think that that is why I'm going eight to ten. Maybe it's up to twelve. I don't know, but. It's one year of Joey Gallo, and the hope here is that he has a a, and a ridiculous first half, and then you can trade him in July. Um, that That's really the hope with what I'm doing here. I, I would like to root for him, sure, but also uh, he's, a, he's a good name brand, like Cespedes. And I think that uh, teams would, if he's doing some stuff, they would line up and trade some actual prospects for Joey Gallo, and that is what I want. Uh, so hopefully you're buying... A, a couple of good prospects here it, by signing Joey Gallo. Um, I know that the the shift is going to be it's going to be banging. It's going to be outlawed, or uh, their teams are going to find other ways to shift, and it's not going to have. I I really don't know that it's going to have a huge impact. Maybe he hits 170 instead of 160. Whoa! Thanks, Rob Manfred. <laughs> Somebody clipped that. That was that was gold. Um, I, I don't know that it's going to have as big of an impact as some people are hoping that it does. Uh, I think that, you know, we'll, we'll see some more balls in play, though, and that's cool. Um, but Joey Gallo, that his whole thing is uh, he doesn't put the ball in play. So I don't know that he's going to be getting, like, a big bounce off of the banning of the shift. Because um, he struck out 40% of the time. <laughs> last year as well. So I, I don't know that he's going to be getting all those balls through the right side that he wasn't getting before. Uh, he, he's, we'll, we'll see what happens, but Hey, maybe that ha does have an impact in all of the, the analytics people and all of the, you know, people that actually watch ball trajectories and all that stuff. Maybe they're all wrong. And Joey Gallo just hits 400 out of nowhere because the shift had been dooming him. It cost him millions of dollars. And no, so um, that's that's my thought is, hey, maybe there's a dead cat bounce here. <laughs> and uh, he, he just has like a, a really nice first half. That's what I'm hoping for here. Or a change of scenery where he's not in Los Angeles or New York. That's what I think is actually going to be a big key for Joey Gallo and why he could actually end up with the Oakland A's is uh, nobody's paying attention to the Oakland A's in 2023. So, except for you guys. Great listening uh, by you guys uh, also. And I'll be here all the time. Um, so, yeah, I think that Joey Gallo might just want to take a step back before being thrust back into a big situation and making, you know, millions of dollars again. Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars because he's going to have a great 2023 with the Oakland A's. That's, uh, I'm, I'm I'm saying it now. Uh, and then the, the call-up that I would do, uh, I'm cheating a little bit because he's a friend of the program, but Mason Miller, he's on the he's on the precipice of making his big league debut. He could make his big league debut coming out of spring training anyway, so I'm not really stretching too far, but uh, he throws over 100. He is a starting pitcher. He was hurt a, dec a decent amount in 2022, so I don't know that he's uh, necessarily a guy that 
you want to just throw into the rotation. So I'm using him as a bullpen option. You know, use him in the, you know, the middle innings and then make him a later inning guy. And then maybe even make him the friggin' closer by the end of the season. Screw it. Build up his arm. He's going to be dominating as a starting pitcher in 2024. I want to get him that experience all season long. Mason Miller is my call-up. And, uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm doing here. If you guys uh, also have some people that you would love to love marry and kill um or you know trade sign and call up let me know down in the comments below if you're on youtube and you know let let me know what you think because i kind of threw this one together on the back of a napkin and uh, had some fun but joey gallo is somebody that i would target if i'm the a's and also mason miller is on the precipice and uh, i like him he's he made 20 minutes for me to talk about himself so i appreciate that bring him up call him up to oakland now and then Cespedes is Cespedes. There you go. That that was my reasoning. Hope you guys enjoyed. We're going to be talking about more Sean Murphy trades coming up in just a second. <laughs> Can we pause for a second? Okay, we're paused. Great, because you're got you got to try this. And I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors: cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, and coconut brownie topper. <laughs> Those sound so good. I am salivating thinking of these flavors, and they get even better. White chocolate peppermint granola. It's Bilt's take on a granola bar, so it's more filling and still insanely tasty. And candy brown or candy cane brownie puff. You know I love puffs. I love candy canes. I love brownies. They just take my, my favorite flavors and just smush them all together into one amazing protein bar. And the puffs are just the way to have the Built Bars. Uh, Built Puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud. And if you haven't tried Built Bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. Ah, you get it? That's... That's really good. I'm, I'm not joking. That's They're absolutely amazing. And th th you got to try Built Bars is really where I'm landing on this one. You got to go to Built.com because they're amazing Built Bars. Honestly, you got to try this. And you can get 15% off of your order right now by using code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Com. You're not gonna. You're not gonna regret these. These are absolutely amazing. Try the puffs. Any flavor of puff. Go to built.com. Throw in the code locked on fifteen, and you get fifteen percent off right now at built.com. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. And for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way every day. Ooh, I came up with that one off the cuff, off the cuff, and uh, that sounded uh, fine. Uh, go to Inside the A's, and you can also follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, there are lots of trade, uh, Sean Murphy trade scenarios going on over at Inside the A's right now. Uh, we'll get into some more analysis before long, but right now we're doing news and also putting together trade stuff like we do here at Locked On A's. Uh, it's a good time, but somebody in the comments on YouTube wanted me to, I believe it was actually some guy, <laughs> was actually the handle. <laughs> um, they, they wanted me to put together a trade scenario with Houston Astros to just see like what it would look like. And I tried. Um, I don't think that they're good trade partners. One, they're in the division. Two, I don't like them. Three, they're the Astros. Uh, so there's that. But I put, I put some stuff together and I don't think that they're good trade partners. I don't think that they fit with what the A's are going for currently. 
Um, they have like guys in the lower uh, minors are like double A, but not the guys that they're the A's are looking for. They're looking for either major league ready or upper levels uh, guys and. The Astros don't have a lot of those guys that necessarily fit where the A's have needs. Um, so that that's the caveat. But let's get into it. Um, the Astros' youngest players on their 25 or 26-man roster, uh, you got Jordan Alvarez. Uh, he, he's not being traded. Uh, Corey Lee, he's a catcher. I don't want any more catchers. Any more prospect catchers? I mean, the A's need to sign a backup catcher once they trade Sean Murphy. Come come on down, Jorge Alfaro. That's the guy that I want because uh, he's also got an arm. He can play some defense, and he's, he's fine with the bat. He's maybe league average. I don't know. Uh, and then Kyle Tucker. That's the other uh, That's the other young guy. So that they got three young guys. Uh, one of them I do not want. <laughs> Two guys they are not going to trade. Uh, and they, they got... A fourth option, and this is the guy that would have to be the centerpiece of this trade. I talked about it uh, last week, I believe. And that is Hunter Brown. He is a starting pitcher for the Houston Astros. He was pitching out of the bullpen. He was really good. He's probably uh, like the sixth guy in the rotation, or maybe somebody, maybe like Urquidy is like the sixth guy in the rotation. Um, but Hunter Brown would have to be the centerpiece of this deal. Um, I, I saw somebody was floating that, uh, you know, Urquidy could be the centerpiece of a trade with the A's for Sean Murphy. And uh, I, I was laying in bed thinking about that tweet, and I was like, that's not right at all. Uh, because Urquidy, there, there was a, at the trade deadline, the Astros had an agreement with the Chicago Cubs to trade Jose Urquidy, who had like three years of control left, to the Chicago Cubs in exchange for Wilson Contreras at the deadline. Jim Crane said, no, I don't want to do that. But there was an agreement between the two front offices that that was equal value. Half a season or like two months of Wilson Contreras was equal to three years of Jose Urquidy. That is not the deal that the A's are trying to go for in trading Sean Murphy away. So Jose Urquidy, hopefully, he's like a league average starter. He has He's had like a four ERA. He's fine, uh, but I don't want him in this trade. I mean, maybe it's like a super supplemental piece, but Hunter Brown, centerpiece of this deal. Um, from there, I mean, I could, I could, I said no catchers. I know I said no catchers. I don't want Corey Lee. That's fine, because he's only a catcher. But they got another guy, uh, Yainer Diaz. He's 24 years old. He's good. He's got a good hit tool. I, I will give him that. He's got a really nice hit tool. Uh, he only struck out 17.8% of the time in AAA last or between AA and AAA last year. Uh, great hit tool. He hit 25 home runs in the minors. He's a catcher slash first baseman, so there's not really a need for, for those two positions necessarily. Uh, the, the A's got Ryan Noda in the Rule 5 draft. Very excited about that. They also got Tyler Soderstrom uh, coming up through the minors. He's probably going to be starting in AAA, and he is also a catcher slash first baseman. So I don't know that there is room for this guy, but he he's, he's a good bet. He's an upgrade over somebody, but not necessarily at a position that they need. So I don't know who the second piece of this deal is, but I, I like this guy but it's not an improvement in an area that the A's need. Can he play outfield? Probably not, but throw him in the outfield. Screw it. <laughs> um, really, I, I think that the A's don't match up here because, I mean, Chaz McCormick has some trade value. I don't want Chaz McCormick. He's like a 250 hitter. He's fine. He can play some good defense, but I don't think the Astros want to trade Chaz McCormick either. Um, he also has like four years of control left. He's he's not like a super controlled guy with like a, a big upside. He's he's like a fine, like fine guy, I guess. I don't want Chaz McCormick in this deal. Uh, that's where I think that it's the Astros 
uh, thing about him. But uh, they got guys in the lower minors that could be fits here, but outside of catchers, they don't have anybody really in the upper minors that's like knocking on the door. And uh, that's really what the A's are looking for right now. I mean, they could get some guys in, like, A-ball that are outfielders that are some of their top prospects, and that would be great. But uh, the Astros' top prospects, uh, they've got one in MLB Pipeline's top 100, and that is uh, Hunter Brown. End of list. So they don't have, like, many fits off the major league roster because, I mean, they're not going to be trading guys off the major league roster necessarily because uh, they just won a World Series and they still want to keep doing that. So they don't want to mess with that formula too much. And uh, also, they've been making other trades, and so they don't have, like, a great farm system like they used to. So there's fewer pieces to pull from here, so you might not be getting that same level of talent that you would have in previous seasons. And so I don't think that they're a good trade partner. Um, that That's... That's where I'm standing on, on the Houston Astros. Don't trade them within the division, one. Don't trade them to the Houston Astros, two. Uh, that's it. That's that's my Sean Murphy to the Houston Astros segment. You're welcome, some guy. <laughs> Hunter Brown and blank. I mean, maybe if they could swing a deal. Uh, well, I'm not going to talk about a, a three-team deal here. But if they could get... Uh, the guy that I'm going to mention with the Diamondbacks and also Hunter Brown in some sort of a three-team deal, that would be great. Do that trade. But this team by the, by itself, I no, I, I don't I don't see a fit there with what the A's are going for and what the Astros would be willing to be moving and all that. And uh, I had a thought that I was like, hey, maybe uh, with no GM. Uh, you know, in place in Houston, maybe Jim Crane will just do a Dave Dombrowski and just start trading all of his prospects and, uh, you know, really burn the team to the ground. But uh, their farm system's not, like, necessarily great right now anyway, so let a, don't, like, supplement their own team for them. Let them crash and burn on their own. That's what I want to see. I want to see the, the end of the Houston Astros. I don't want to be trading them the second-best catcher in baseball. That sounds stupid. Don't be doing stupid things, A's for an office. That's the second time I've told you that. Don't draft Kyler Murray. Don't trade Sean Murphy to the Houston Astros. But uh, coming up, we're going to be trying to trade Sean Murphy to the Arizona Diamondbacks because, hey, why not? Uh, so stay locked in, you guys. Welcome back to the Locked on A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on your pod- podcast platform of choice. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, it, it helps the algorithm find other fans like yourself. It helps the podcast grow, and uh, I, I like growing, so please, thank you. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on social media, at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter, and make sure to check out Inside the A's. It's the site that I run in affiliation with Sports Illustrated. It's just at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook, so you never miss an article over there. But Let's talk about a potential trade package with the Arizona Diamondbacks because uh, they were mentioning rumors for Sean Murphy a few days ago, and I was like, eh, let's see if he gets traded, and he hasn't been, so I was like, hey, let's let's put together a trade package. Let's see if they match up. And that the Arizona Diamondbacks are trying to trade one of their outfielders. Uh, not their best outfielder, not Corbin Carroll, but they'd listen on Dalton Varsho, who's another catcher, And I think he has, like, a a decent amount of trade value, but I don't think that the A's necessarily would go after him. I think that it would be either Alec Thomas or Jake McCarthy. Um, McCarthy is a 25-year-old outfielder. Uh, He's average defensively. He can play all three, but he's average at all of them. 
He hit 283 with a 342 on base, eight home runs, and 23 stolen bases. Uh, not a bad season for, you know, being relatively young in the major leagues. Uh, I think that that was in like 312 plate appearances, I want to say. It was like half a season, roughly, uh, in, in terms of plate appearances. But, you know, decent stat line. Not a bad stat line. Um, he had a 21.5% yeah, uh, strikeout rate, uh, but... The thing that worries me is there's a lot of blue on his baseball savant page where he's not walking. He's not, he's striking out a decent amount. He's not hitting the ball hard. He doesn't have a hard, uh, ex, you know, max exit velocity. He doesn't, you know, play defense particularly well. Um, I, I think that other than sprint speed, which he was like 98th percentile, I think, uh, his next highest attribute was, uh, well, average exit, no. Max exit, something that he had like a 56 and then everything else was like between 20th and 30th percentile. And that is not necessarily the profile of a guy that you want as a centerpiece of a deal for Sean Murphy. So I went on to Alec Thomas, who I said that I wanted uh, on yesterday's show because he spells his name with K, Alec, and I like that. So Alec Thomas, he is a 22 year old great defensive center fielder. Uh, the A's have one of those. But uh, I, I like this guy. He's interesting. And you know, why not have three center fielders just patrolling the Oakland Coliseum? Uh, you know, two of them can play outfield and just shag all the balls. And the other one can go after the stray cats. There you go. Boom. <laughs> um, he struck out 18% of the time uh, in, in Arizona. He played uh, 111 games, I want to say, in center field. So... Decent amount of track record there. He hit 231 with a 275 on base. Uh, it seems like fastballs and changeups gave him a little bit of an issue. So my my assumption here is that it's a pitch recognition thing that can be that can be fixed. He just, that's just see a lot of fastballs and a lot of changeups, and then uh, all of a sudden he can hit both. But it was not breaking balls that were giving him issues, and that is good. So uh, at least yet, um, but. I think that he, he has more of a profile to work with. He also is very good at sprint speed, very good at uh, defense. He's got some other little bits of red in his baseball savant page as well. So one of those two guys would likely be the centerpiece of this deal. And then beyond that, I, I think you probably go with one of their, their pitchers that made uh, th their major league debut. Uh, one of them is Dre Jameson, which great name. Um, he was interesting. He... He was okay. He, he had a he had a better you know uh, better stats in four starts than the guy that I would like, uh, but uh, he, he seemed fine. It, he also, uh, he was projected as maybe being a bullpen guy long term, and I think that 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 uh, analysis would uh, scare the A's away. Not, I mean, if the A's saw him as a starter, sure, but um, that would scare me away because I want starting pitching, not relievers, in the trade for Sean Murphy. Uh, so the guy that I would go after is Ryan Nelson. He is the uh, Diamondbacks' number eight prospect. He's 24 years old. In three starts, he had a 147 ERA with an 082 whip. Uh, the thing that was really interesting to me was he's in the 78th percentile in extension, which means when he's throwing the ball, how far he go, like the, the extension that he gets is good because uh, he throws a 95 mile an hour fastball and it gets on guys a lot faster because of his extension. Whereas Dre Jamison is in like the 10th percent. He, he was very low in the uh, extension percentile ranking. And that was really the decision that I had to make. Uh, one of them profiles as a reliever and also one of them gets more extension. I went with the guy that's not, that has the good extension and not a reliever. And that is Ryan Nelson. So he would be my second piece in this deal. 
is he a sure thing? No, but I'm intrigued by him at least, so there's that. Uh, and then from there, I, I think that the guy that I would go for, and he's not near the major leagues by any means, so he's probably off the table, but uh, then it's Davison De Los Santos, uh, D-E-Y-V-I-S-O-N, Davison, love it. Uh, he's from the Dominican Republic. He is 19 years old. He is currently a third baseman. Some people believe that he might grow out of the position and have to move over to first base, which is an issue. Uh, they could also just throw him in left. Screw it. Why not? Uh, but the thing that I like, and I like this about a lot of guys, uh, I mean, I signed Joey Gallo earlier in this episode, but he has huge raw power. And uh, I like that. He's 19 years old, and he's got huge raw power. Uh, he played in uh, A-ball, high A, and double A last year. He only spent 10 games in double A. But Combined between all three stops, he hit 306 with a 348 on base, 22 home runs, 29 doubles. He was much younger than everybody, and uh, he he was doing the dang thing. Um, he he struggled a little bit in the Arizona Fall League. I think he hit like 219 with a 280 on base. Uh, I'm doing this off of memory. I, I wrote about it inside the A's. If you want the exact numbers, inside the A's got you covered. Um, but he he struggled a little bit in the Arizona Fall League, and it's because uh, he already had played like 126 games, I think, between those three stops in 2022, and then another 19 in the Arizona Fall League. He played like 61 in 2021. He'd already played double the amount of games that he had played the year before. He's probably tired and also facing better competition, but he was probably tired, you guys. So grain of salt on those Arizona Fall League numbers, I think. Uh, also, huge raw power. I like this guy. Uh, trade for him in like a different trade. I don't know that he's necessarily, uh, you know, the Sean Murphy trade package, but I like, I like that profile. Um, and I don't know that that's necessarily, that, that's like roughly equal value, but if the A's are going for, you know, shooting for the moon like they did with the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, you probably got to include one of either shortstop uh, Blaze Alexander. He has a little bit of speed, a little bit of pop, 70 grade arm. Um, move, move him to right field or left field, do, do whatever. Because um, that arm's good, but you also got Nick Allen over at shortstop already. And, you know, maybe you could play him at second, but then his arm would kind of be wasted. Move him to third. Do do whatever. But Blaze Alexander's an interesting-ish guy. He's the uh, Diamondbacks' number nine prospect, I want to say, on Pipeline. And then uh, another guy is Dominic Flesher. He's an outfielder. He is, uh, he played in AAA. He's basically a fourth outfielder, so he wouldn't be, he'd be like an extra piece in this trade. Uh, he's got a good hit tool, not a lot of power. He hit like five home runs in 101 games in the Pacific Coast League. Uh, it, it's impressive that he only hit five, honestly. <laughs> uh, so not a lot of power in that profile. He's really just a, a batted ball guy. So, um, but he plays good defense. So we'll see. Uh, that That's that's that prospect, or that's that trade right there. It. Sorry, I thought I heard something. Um, I don't know that there's necessarily like enough guys that you're like, I need that guy in my system. That's that's the guy on the 2023 Oakland A's or the 2024 Oakland A's. Um, and so like outside of like Alec Thomas, who's, you know, good, but he's still a work in progress. Um, I'm not sure. Ryan Nelson could help now, I guess. But that, that third piece, that's going to be very uh, important, I think, for the A's to hit on as well, because they're trading one of the best catchers in baseball by my measurements, uh, the second best in baseball. So there's that. But that is all that I got for you guys on today's episode and for this week. Uh, thank you again for making the Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now, 
for your second listen, go make Locked On Sports Today uh, your second listen because it's a fantastic show hosted by Peter Bukowski and he does great things and uh, it's available on on all of the platforms that you could ever want. So they talk about the biggest news and sports or (laughs) news uh, and headlines and the thing's not loading is what's going on here. Thanks, Microsoft. Um, they talk about sports, and it's the biggest news in sports, and it's great, and it's fun, and I'm riffing at this point. It's a good show. The, the ad copy didn't come up, but it's a good show. I, I promise you, you'll enjoy the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's wherever you get podcasts. But that is all that I got for you guys today. Make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's on both Twitter and on Facebook so you never miss an article over there. Uh, I'm going to be off from Locked On A's for the weekend, but you might get some stuff over at Inside the A's, so make sure to check it out. Uh, that's, again, all for me today. <laughs> it's Friday. Um, so until next time and next week, Go out and celebrate good times, Oakland. And I'll talk at you tomorrow. Or next week. I'll talk at you next week. <laughs> <laughs>